Welcome back to Cow Punchers, where the beer is warm, the women cold, and the bullets fly thick. I am the deputy, Stu Kaufman. And I am your Vegas blackjack dealer, Amy McLeod. And tonight we watched The Deadly Companions from 1961, directed by Sam Peckinpah and starring Marina O'Hara, Brian Keith, and Steve Cochran. And I'm sorry if there was purring in that. My cat is against the microphone. I don't think anyone would mind and, a little uh, purring. Little, a little purring. <laughs> yes. Hello, Ariel. Thank you for co-hosting. Um, as some of you may be aware, uh, Sam Peckinpah is a director that we will be returning to, A, because he directed such great or at least uh, well-known westerns as The Wild Bunch, uh, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, and Major Dundee. Any re- any uh, <laughs> any yeah, relationship? Pat Jarrett and Billy the Kid. So we'll definitely <laughs> make sure that Pat is available when we watch that. Also, any relation to Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. It both takes place in a dusty place. So I wish we could have watched a better uh, version of this movie because at times I was just like, this was probably look really cool. But you know, when you pay nothing to watch a movie you sometimes get what you pay for yeah yeah and you know that might be something that we should look into is maybe <laughs> instead of watching the free version on youtube investing in a disc or paid download right, or, you know maybe i'll go to the library next time i don't know <laughs> there we go you know what yes let's let's utilize our local library let's 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 do that well amy you want to tell us what happened this here picture show Yes, I'll, um, okay, not, not much, but, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Enough happened. Okay, so let, let me tell you, dear brother, of what happened in The Deadly Companions. Please. So we have Maureen O'Hara as Kit Tilden, who runs the local dance hall, which is apparently akin to being the devil in the town that we're Mm -hmm. in. Yes. Uh, everybody thinks she's some harlot, godless woman because she came to town unmarried with her infant son. So they just assumed that she's a, a woman of ill repute uh, trying to escape her, I guess, reputation. I don't know. Which doesn't matter because they just uh, treat her like shit the whole time. Um, oh, yeah. So, but, you know, and she's all like, you know, my husband died. So I don't really know. I don't really know what you guys want from me like so anyway <laughs> everybody's gossiping about her which sucks and then we've got this fella um yellow leg as he is known who is tracking down somebody for revenge and uh <clears throat> there is a bank robbery gone awry where we have uh, uh turk and billy some local near-do-wells or passing through near-do-wells and Kit's son it is killed uh, by Yellowleg by accident uh, during this this uh, failed bank robbery. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he feels like shit for shooting a child, uh, as, as yeah. anyone should. Uh, so he takes it upon himself to try to help her because um, she wants to go to uh, another town 
to bury her son next to his father. And they're all like, you don't have to prove anything to us. Like, we know you don't know who the boy's father is. And she's like, <laughs> God damn it. All God of damn you, it. You just. You yeah. all suck so bad. One woman's struggle to be taken at at face value. Right. Yeah. So she's just like, you know what? I don't care if it, if because uh, the the town in question is like has since been abandoned, uh, and it's in like uh, Apache territory, so it's very dangerous to get to, and um, so no one in town wants to help her get there, which tracks because this is uh, on par. With Carson City is one of the worst towns in the <laughs> old west. Top to bottom, full of jerks. Full of jerks. Um, so Yellowleg is like, well, I'll. He gets the the uh, Billy and Turk to help, and he's like, you you two are you know pieces of shit. Why don't you be slightly less pieces of shit and help this <laughs> poor grieving widow, or not widow? Well, I guess she's a widow, grieving mother. Uh, mm -hmm. take her son to bury him next to his father. Um, and of course, she doesn't want his help because she's like, you're the one who killed my son and you other two are a bunch of ne'er-do-wells. Uh, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with any of you. Like, she's, you know, I completely, I was like, I sympathize yeah. with her. Everyone's treating her like shit. And she's like, you know what? I don't care if I die on the way to do this. <laughs> like, I'm doing it. I am doing it. Um, so, you know, there's some misadventures as they're trying to get to this town of Serengo. Uh, eventually they kick out the, the two near-do-wells for being near-do-wells. Billy in particular is, is basically oh a, a sex criminal. Insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> and horrible. Um, but then, of course, they when they finally get to the town, those bank robbers come back. And, you know, there's a, uh, a shootout and a showdown with the bank robbers. Um, and you find out that the guy that Yellowleg has been tracking was in fact Turk, which was a man because Yellowleg never takes his hat off, and we were the whole time speculating what could mm -hmm. be under there. We will. We will discuss it in depth. We will discuss that. But the uh, the the man who had a, he was searching for was Turk. So uh, Yellowleg um, doesn't kill him. Holds back, um, much to Kit's delight. She's very proud of him. And then I guess everybody lives happily ever after. I guess. So I suppose. Just kind of ends there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but uh, but yes, Amy, you are correct. This movie features the most mysterious cowboy hat in cinema history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are let's name some of the things we suspected would be under there. Another hat. A penis. <laughs> A map to buried gold. Mikhail Gorbachev's birthmark. Another face. <laughs> a gun. <laughs> a rat who is controlling the, his body, a la Ratatouille. <laughs> a samurai topknot. <laughs> was that it? I think that might have been it. Gold. I think, I think a prize. Gold. Buried treasure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was a running theme. And I'll say like, because they made that pretty serious in the beginning because they end up, they have the church services in their saloon. Right. So like they shut down the saloon so the preacher can come in. And the preacher 
guy who plays the preacher is Struther Martin, who mm-hmm. is the guy from Cool Hand Luke. And uh, I'll be dishing out the Gospels in a minute. But first, I've got to say a word to you, Jance, with your hats on. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Exactly. Failure to communicate, guy. That's yes. him. <laughs> yes. So I was uh, pretty excited about that. Um, but, you know, they're they're trying to start their church services, and uh, Yellowleg's the only one who isn't taking his hat off. Because the guy's like, that the, I know this is a saloon, uh, but... It's, it's, right now. Right now, it's uh, the Lord's house for a hot second. Or re- the Lord is renting this house, and you should take your hat off. And he, like... <laughs> refused and like stomped out of there so that was like really early yeah well that's when we learned that yellow legs was jewish but yeah yeah he's 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 like agnostic he's like i you know yeah this isn't my thing i'm not into this (laughs) but still if you're gonna you're gonna be in somebody's lord's house you should try to obey by yeah you know pay some respect even if you don't believe Pay some respect to local custom. It's just polite. Yeah, or or leave. You know, it's fine. Anyway, it's the, it's the equivalent of visiting a foreign country and then complaining when they don't speak English well. Right, right. So yeah, they they kind of had that on really early with the hat. And there were a few t- ch- times where it was like, "You're gonna take off your hat. What's under that hat? What you got under there?" Take your hat off. I'll shoot it off. You try it, and I'll kill you. What's in the that hat he keeps wearing? What's in the fucking hat? Oh, another one idea I had was like, he's bald, and if you look at it right, the reflection will show you how you die. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few possible uh, things that could be under there. Infinite hats. <laughs> it's just hats all the way down. Exactly. Yeah, which would have been yeah. We were we were talking about that where because it that it not it the words. Because uh, during one of the night scenes, which um, they were too dark for us to see anything offensive, which we suspected there were maybe <laughs> some all the racism offensive racist scenes made of, they happened at night. So I'm like, well, I can't be. A f- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of like uh, by default, not as racist as it could have been. Uh, <laughs> so I guess kudos. Right. I don't okay. Know. But anyway, uh, Turk tried to take his hat off at one point, or somebody tried to take his hat off in the night. And, um, you know, everyone's trying to get a peek at that extra face. <laughs> so we were like, you know, it kind of built it up like, what's going to be under there? And right. then and that, that, uh, that, that extra face will, will reveal some deep truth about your life. Yeah. And when about it, your future. The final reveal was kind of like, eh. I mean, he just had like a nasty scar from. Uh, uh, an attempted scalping, right? It's which, just like, oh yeah, well, that's yeah, that'll make it difficult to part your hair, I guess. Yeah, but like the way he was about it, uh, you know, it was kind of like it made it. It was built up so much that I was like, there is nothing that could be under that hat <laughs> that is going right. to match the energy here. You know, no, because he, he was like pretty furious, and it's just like, um, I mean, I get it. But like to go five years to try and find this guy, yeah. It's like you gotta live your life, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess the it's it's just a it's an interesting story here because 
like a lot of these stories, there's some meat there. You've got you've got a guy who's who's on a you know a five year quest for revenge, and in the process, he accidentally kills a child, and mm-hmm. and then having to be like, well, this is what my revenge has, you know. It certainly hasn't made him feel any better, and no. and now now there's this collateral damage for this poor woman who already didn't have a great life her husband dies and then when she tries to kind of pick up the pieces with her son everybody treats her like shit and now this asshole who has decided to spend the last five years uh for revenge on someone giving him a gnarly scar which not cool shouldn't no shouldn't hurt people but you know it's kind of revenge is is i think you know, not that I'm an expert on on anything, but it is kind of <laughs> it's a selfish yeah thing. Like, and I know there's whole movies that are revenge revenge films, which can be very cathartic. Right, we've watched some of them. Yeah, and they can be great, but like in practice, for the most part, it doesn't do much to make the person feel better in right. reality. And I feel yeah. like. This was a pretty good, you know, portrayal of that. It's like, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. what have you accomplished? Bupkis. Yeah. And it's (laughs) like, what could you you have been doing with your life to actually improve your life instead of whatever it is you have been doing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, in all fairness, like, Turk was a pretty awful person he's he wanted to rob a bank so that he could purchase enslaved people and uh train them into an army which that's not <laughs> no that's His not how that works has a lot of holes in it and I, to be honest thinking about because he you know yeah he wants to buy a bunch of enslaved people from the comancheros and basically start his own country, like make them into an army and then have his own land. And I'm like, yeah, as soon as you arm these people that you buy, they're going to sure they're going to go away. They're going to shoot you and yeah, get out. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, thanks for these weapons. We're going to go. <laughs> but wait, I own you. No. <laughs> no. No. We're done. Yeah. Like I was like, Turk, your 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 plan. It's got holes. So Oh man, you could drive you could drive a truck through it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and Turk did seem a bit uh you know impaired by the elements, I think. Yeah, and also he looked the way like the cheapest like bottom shelf bourbon plastic like. bottle. Yeah, plastic fifth. Yeah, yeah. And he was wearing one of those big furry coats. He looked like a big old bear. Yep, he looked like a, like he just, a big fuzzy hairy jacket. A meatball, if you will. Yes. I will say, I mean, as far as acting goes, I think the best actors in this film were uh, Turk, played by Chill Wills, which is just a sweet ass name. That that can't possibly be a real name. I got I got to see this. Named Chill as an ironic comment on his birth date being the hottest day of 1902. That's hilarious. 
He's from Segoville, Texas. Texas. All right. I love it. Yeah. So Chill Wills, I thought his acting was very good. And then, of course, Maureen O'Hara was like knocking it out of the park. They were carrying. Mm-hmm. I mean, Maureen O'Hara carried this film. Yeah, she did. She she did all the hard work here. Yeah, yeah. She she was lifting this film over the finish line. I think without her, uh, it would have been a very unbearable to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure the only reason this movie probably made money back in 1961 is because I had her in it. And yeah. she it was a competent performance. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say the writing, like the writing for the characters was uneven. And a little strange, yes, um, because they kind of have this. Almost, it's like a, it's a forced romance. I'm just gonna yeah. say it, a forced romance between uh, Yellowleg and Kit. Um, yeah, because in the beginning, I, I mean, I thought there was the one scene in particular when, because Marine Marine O'Hara, um, you know, Kit after her son is killed, she just like she gets her gets her son into a wagon and is just like leaving town. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't care what these bitches think. You think I haven't heard all the whispering? You and your gossiping little wives with their pinched little faces and their noses in the air. Now, Miss Kidd. A dance hall woman with her freckle-faced woods cold. No telling who the father might be. Like, <laughs> I don't even care. And then, you know, when Yellowleg kind of comes up to her and is like trying to help and she's kind of like, I don't. I don't want to see your face. I don't like you. I don't need right. your help. I don't want right. your help. And he's like, I'm just trying to help. And she has this look on her face that is so much like, do you hear yourself, man? Yeah. It was, I felt it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, like, man. That was a face. Like, it was. So, I mean, not to start it too early, but that's my face. <laughs> he happens to be a sweet looking dude. You know what? Yeah. Maria agreed. Maria, Maureen O'Hara brought the face it was right there oh in yeah that scene where she just she was incredulous she's just yes. like how could you be so dense as to think i would want your help in this instance yeah like you are the one who murdered my son and now you're like right. oh i'm just trying to help look what your help has gotten me so far like right one dead boy thanks yeah, yeah. Great. get the fuck out <laughs> like Shit. And then he brings along that freaking Billy who, like, kissed her in the church. Like, okay, so to help, you're going to bring uh, a man who's half a bear and then the guy who's, like, a freaking sexual harasser. Like, yeah. no. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Billy's Billy's obnoxious. Although, I, you know what? His was the best death of the movie, I think. Oh, my. Yes. Let's talk about Billy's death. So give you some background. Billy is dressed like a um, like a seven, 1970s blackjack dealer from Vegas. Uh, just the loudest. Flashy like, vest. What would you, flashy vest. What would you call that color green? It was like, 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 a, like a teal, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was loud. Like he he got a compliment on that when he wore it with his prom tux and he just can't let it go. Nope, nope. And he is just buttons below you know below the chest. Nope, uh, or above the chest. Nope. There they 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 stay open. I have to show you my hair. Yes. Look upon it, ye mighty and despair. Uh, and he is just a creep. He just like 
pawing at Kit what, at any opportunity. Constantly. Yeah. It's, he, it, well, I think he, kid, point, he kissed yeah. her like two or th- at least twice, maybe three times. And he made some comment like, oh, I've never had a girl like not want me to kiss her that much. And I was like, well, because you're a freaking creep. Yeah, because you're awful. Yeah. Like, so. he's, like, honestly surprised that it's like, oh, she doesn't like it when I grab her. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Feminism is, feminism is ruling dating. Yeah, that's Billy. Billy's the <laughs> incel of the movie. <laughs> Billy's an early men's rights activist. <laughs> he, there's no, like, forums, so he just, like, writes notes and just nails them to, like, saloon walls. <laughs> Exactly. People are just like, Billy, you, you gotta stop. This is not right. No one agrees with you. This is pathetic, Billy. You just... <laughs> what, like, what, what, women love this. No, they don't. Right? <laughs> so, you guys don't get it. Right. So that's a great description of Billy, but his death, his death was amazing. So towards the end, Yellowlegs is about... He, he's, he's in a gunfight with um, Turk... And earlier in the movie, it's revealed that Yellowlegs still has a mini ball in his in, in his shoulder, so it's hard for him to lift his arm up too far to, to aim. So it's it's difficult. And also, Turk is drunk all the time, so he's also ha- having difficulty. But finally, Yellowlegs gets a gets a good shot in, and you see we see Turk, who's on a rooftop, keel over. And Billy comes out and he says, "Oh, there's only two horses in this town." He's basically makes the uh, case that like, well, it's going to be me and the girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, he's Billy's like slowly reaching for his gun. We hear a gunshot. It's not from Yellowlegs. It's from the dying Turk who shoots Billy in the back. Oh, it was great. The look on Billy's face was like, oh my god, the consequences of my actions. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. And this happens, like, you know, throughout the movie, they also mention, you know, Turk is mentioning, be like, it's a terrible thing to do, shoot a man in the back, even for a Yankee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then uh, finally, who gets it. shot in the back? It's Billy. It's Billy. Yeah, yeah. And Turk was like, oh, I raised him from a pup. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You, <laughs> su- you sun-baked weirdo. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like Turk felt pretty betrayed. In order mm-hmm. to shoot Billy in the back. Oh. And then he started raving because probably because of blood loss. Yes. He was losing it. He was like, oh, y'all can be in my army. This will be great. And you're like, nope, yep. you're going to go to prison. I'm going to be the new Napoleon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. Enjoy your trip to prison if you don't bleed to death or die of sepsis. Yeah. My my other theory. So I know we just kind of came up with the Billy the incel theory. But I like <laughs> I like to think that Billy is maybe from our time and he fell through a time portal into the old west and instead of like he thinks that he's in Westworld and there are no consequences. So that's that ex- why he's as awful as he, he is. And he just came from a rager of a wedding which would explain, you know, his uh his rented tux um vest. Yeah, but he's like these are all robots, so I don't care. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a video game. Right, he he was at Westworld. It was a wedding reception, and he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go fuck, fuck around some things and, and shoot some some shit." <laughs> yeah. Nope. No, this no. is the real deal, Billy. Mm-hmm. 
That's your last deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so another thing I, I wanted to bring up is um, nobody from the town wanted to go with Kit to help bury her son because it was too dangerous. But like seven or eight of them were happy to follow the bank robbers <laughs> to the town. I was like, oh, I see. You won't ex escort a grieving mother to the ghost town. But when your own money's involved, then oh, oh well, then everybody's got to go. So is the real enemy here, Amy, capitalism? <laughs> oh, shit. Always. <laughs> is it really the... I don't know, man. I think it was just... It was showing how selfish the town is. Like... Right. You know, it's and that's that can be a theme in, in I feel like in westerns it's kind of like it, it, they do have a slant on kind of the individualism like, you know, everybody mm -hmm. taking care of themselves, but you can also see the other side of like, you know, we'll take care of our own and we we'll take care of our town and this is kind of one of those towns where it's kind of like everybody for themselves, yeah. which we've seen. That's right. about half this the towns. Mm -hmm. it's it's libertarianism written large like yeah yeah they're like we don't super care about you so do whatever you want oh shit our shit's in trouble well all right yeah i mean <laughs> you know it definitely didn't make me feel anything for the townsfolk I was like, yeah no they're kind suck. of they're very two-dimensional yeah they weren't really part of the story um as were to a degree of the um the apache yeah they, they almost were, didn't need to be there yeah they, they could have been taken by anybody and eh, there were some bad tropes there yeah i mean you know it's a 1960s western yeah uh, the, look the, the, Apa the only the benefit apache, is we didn't see see them <laughs> right look the apache they're violent drunks eh. yeah. anyway yeah so i mean and you know, you could have. They, they basically served the purpose of making the, the journey dangerous, which you could have. Mm -hmm. You could have used anything for that. You could have had like, oh, that's where the Henderson boys hang out. So like, you gotta yeah, be oh, careful, or you know, exactly. They're they're a wild bunch. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Sam Peckinpah movie joke. <laughs> gotcha. Finger guns. <laughs> so, one last thing I want to comment on is bit of um continuity error is yellow legs throughout their entire time going through the desert which i think is at least two nights he does not get any stubble at all he None. looks freshly clean shaven every scene none well that's because the rat under his cowboy hat shaves him at night <laughs> of course how silly of me right how could you not think of that and finally, the sub sub subplot of um, Billy and Turk just really want to see a boob, and oh, are denied yeah. at every turn. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know. Yeah, they go into the saloon, and oh, this would be a perfect time for the saloon search. <laughs> so the first saloon we see, which I believe is just called Saloon, uh, it's plain, it's bare. Uh, whitewashed walls, but behind the bar, you have the requisite picture of a naked lady. And as we're introduced, they're slowly bringing some blinds down over it because the preacher doesn't like looking at titties or something. I don't know. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Put that thing back up. It distracts people from the Lord. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> How can I think about the Lord if I'm looking at boobs? <laughs> Talk about religious ecstasy, am I right? Oh! <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, at one time, like, Barino Harris' character, or Kit, she's falls into a river, and she's, like, you know, behind a log or something trying to dry it out, and they're like... Well, can I bring you a cup of coffee or anything? Uh, like, you guys need to stop. Yeah, well, and she's like, literally, like, I will shoot you with this shotgun. Like, I do not give a shit about you. I yes, will exactly. kill you. You mean nothing to me. Right. <laughs> so it's just like the vain attempt yeah. to see a naked lady and failing and dying. Yeah, dying for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Nothing of value was lost. <laughs> and nothing of value was lost that day. <laughs> um, do we have another saloon? Oh, yeah, we did. It opened up in a cantina. So, yes. Yes. The, the, the cantina confidential. Um, which that I think I like the cantina better. That often happens in these movies is that the cantina always looks a little cooler. Yeah. Uh, it's because... Um, Look at a little hole in the wall kind of place, wooden walls that are kind of plastered over, and uh, you know, Yellow Legs goes in there and he says like tequila. I was like, I'll have one too. Nice, it's good and, shit. Uh, it looked like it might have been a dirt floor. I think. I think which it is was also pretty neat. Yeah, yes. I'll I'll sit in there and eat guac. Hell and yeah! Tequila and a Mex- cool Mexican beer. Yeah, sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Want that right now? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, so, how about your postcard moment? Ooh, that's a tough one. There was a nice scene at night um, where we saw... I know, are you sure? I, uh, <laughs> hard to tell. I was like, things are happening, but I can't tell what. Um, but it was like looking up at the moon, and you could see one of the Apache uh, oh, yeah. folks with the bow and arrow. Like It was just really cool like looking down... Where you're like looking up like he's on top of a, a bridge or something with the moon yeah. in the background. I thought that looked really nice. That was a that cool, did look really cool. It's a cool shot. Mine was when Yellow Legs is riding through like this brush and he's just he's on a very pretty yellow horse and he's just kinda got the perfect stance kinda off the side to dodge like around a cactus or something. And it's just really cool. Like it looked like a postcard. Like, you know, visit Arizona. And he had a really pretty pony. Yeah, he had a very pretty pony. So A plus for ponies, mm-hmm. on this one. A plus, A plus for your 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 horse. Yes. Um, I guess that leaves Amy. Who's your coot? After all, he's not a bad old coot. Oh well, we had this is an exciting one for the coot watch. So all of you coot watchers out there, get out your journals, because <laughs> this time we had a villainous coot. Yes, we did. It's In, a rare one. A very rare uh, variety of coot. That was Turk. He was a, a coot. malicious coot. A malicious coot. He was a bank robin coot, uh, dressed like a bear. At one mm. point, he was even scratching his back on a tree, as if he was <laughs> a bear. He was lounging in a tree in another. I think he may like maybe his mother was a bear. His well, father. I'm reading this, Amy, uh, in IMDb. Chill Wills was born a bear. Wow. Hey, you know, <laughs> our first bear actor. <laughs> um. But, I mean, when we're introduced to his character, he is being, like, hung for cheating at cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, He speaks excellent frontier gibberish. 
I want to tell you, you throw, he's fast, them whole leg six shoes. That boy's a real coming boy. I want to tell you, I taught him everything. I know that's what. Yep. And, you know, his whole, uh, his whole crazy, legitimately insane plan to attempt to start his own country. Right. Uh, is, is very coot-like. <laughs> and I got a question for you, A. Going back to the scene where we meet, um, Turk. Yeah. Uh, if you're seeking revenge for somebody making it really hard to part your hair, wouldn't you just sit across the room, order an extra tequila, and just watch this watch this play out? You know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a really good point. Because it's not revealed until the end that Turk is the guy that Yellow Lake's looking for. But yeah. in the very beginning, I'm like, he's the one who intervened to, to keep uh, Turk alive. He could have just yeah. let him die. If I knew that was him, I'd just be like, all right, you almost cut my brain out, so yeah. I guess I get to watch you choke. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, how the tables have turned. Uh, exactly. I would get out that little the little knife I had, and I would just like throw it on the table to get his attention and just be like, hey, um, another tequila, please. Yes. I'd probably walk by and kick that barrel out from under his feet, you know, if you really <laughs> want to be an asshole. <laughs> But yeah, it seems really harsh for you know a scalp issue. Yeah, and then he wouldn't have shot a child, and then a child would not have been shot. Yes, it's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. But I will say, I thought there were some good one-liners in this oh, yeah? movie that I that I picked out. I mean, I guess there's only two that really uh, that I wrote down here, um, but one of them. It was in the beginning when Yellow Leg is, is trying to make nice with Kit. And um, he's kind of like... You don't know me well enough to hate me that much. You did kill her son. I feel like that's kind of enough. <laughs> right? Like, you know? Uh, so that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Because like, she's kind of looking at him like, you, you son of a bitch. Right. Who are you to lecture me about right, you, judging people? You are awful awful man yeah like you're the one you're trying to make nice and now you're gonna try to turn it around like i'm judging you too harshly mm-hmm. um <laughs> well, like, i think the yeah i think the best line of the movie was especially when she said uh fold something up with uh it's just like you're more mad at yourself than you are at me you're not half as mad at me as you are at yourself yeah yeah because then later on like because he ends up leaving her at one point like fine go <laughs> by yourself which i'm like Okay, weird tantrum you're having, but okay. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, you're the one who wants to, like, make nice with the grieving mother that you caused. Mm. Uh, but he eventually comes back, and then she's all, like, you know, trying to be, like, thank you for coming back. And he's, like, not talking to her. And I'm like, why are you mad? <laughs> she right. didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I mean, you could be like, okay, it's kind of dumb of you to take this. Uh, treacherous journey but like it's understandable anyway but yeah, yeah the other line i really enjoyed was when he said i'm just a face under a hat <laughs> a face under a hat <laughs> and that's when i exclaimed that's what's under there another face so i'm gonna i'm gonna get that tattooed on my body that i'm just a face under a hat <laughs> i will search for this man who has another face under his hat because if you find him the face will give you three wishes oh that's why he didn't want anyone to know exactly it all makes sense <laughs> 
Well, how do you want to rate this? Um, let's see. You know, I don't want to dock any points because I feel like our video quality for this was pretty poor. So yeah, no. I'm not going to dock right. at any points for that. Um, I think the story was okay. Mm-hmm. The writing was meh. Um, and Maureen O'Hara knocked it out of the park with what she had. Yep, she did. She's she, she's she's great. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it a, a I'm gonna give it a middle of the road. I'll give it a three three out of six. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking three. I think it's a three is fair. Road. Yeah, I, just, I don't think it's one I would like super recommend. But if it was on, mm-hmm. I might watch it again. And especially if you're you're an actor and you're you want to see like how a real pro can take garbage. And make something passable. It's great, you know. Yeah. Marina O'Hara takes trash and makes it entertaining. She spun that shit into gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ah, uh, well. Um, let me. You know, let me just real quick check the mailbox, the the Pony Express here, and we have. And though, hi there. Want Google Ads? Beat your competition. Contact contact us now. Let me know if you are interested, then I can send you our packages and price list. Best regards, and Business Development Executive. Dang. Hey. Well, I'm sorry, Ann, but you didn't ask a question, so we cannot <laughs> really answer it. But uh, if you do want to send us a missive on the Pony Express, you can definitely reach out to us at cowpunchersshow at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. Please do. Um, and with that, um, I want to thank you all for listening. I have been, as always, the Deputy Stu Kaufman. And I am your morally ambiguous blackjack dealer, Amy McLeod. <laughs> Y'all watch yourselves out there on the trail. Yeah. From Eliza to me, hi, cowpunchersshow at gmail.com. Good morning. I hope you are well.